welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Alrighty, alrighty. Alrighty, alrighty, broads. How y'all doing, broads? <laughs> How y'all broads doing? How you doing today? This beautiful Wednesday. <laughs> just coming, just having a lot of energy, like woo, 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 woo. I mean, we have a shift in energy because we have a, a you're going to have a shift in the president of the country now, and we're going to have a shift of the bachelorette. So I mean, the only two things I really care about. Can we talk about the timing of that, Becca? Actually, it That's is pretty a, crazy. I mean, and especially the fact that, that uh, the official kind of... Like the the introduction of Tasha was on Thursday, and then the confirmation of Biden was president elect on Saturday. Saturday, like the fact that that Tasha truly, you know, ushered in everything. If we're being honest, bro, for real, I kind of felt extremely depressed this weekend. I'm not gonna lie, it was it was weird. It was like um, I was expecting. I was true. You and I were both expecting Trump Trump to win. Yeah. Stop the count. <laughs> um, hmm. By the way, did you see the clips of how at the same time in the nation there were Trump supporters chanting stop the count outside one polling center and at another polling center outside they were chanting count the votes? Yes, I at did. At the same indeed. time. I did indeed see those clips. Chef's kiss. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was like you and I were both literally expecting Trump to win. And um, Biden won, but still, it was basically like 50-50, and it was just kind of depressing to me. Um, Yeah, I've just sort of been processing through a lot, because it's like... Yeah, I I know, like, last week, even when we were were chatting about it, it was kind of like, well, oh, like, you know, I was saying, I was like, I have hope, but then, you know, at the end of the day, when you look at the numbers and how close it was, it's incredibly sobering, and the fact that, you know, Myself as a white woman, knowing that 55% of white women did not vote blue. Um, thank you, QAnon. Thank you, QAnon. Um, yeah, I. Uh, that w- it was very sobering. So, you know, it's it was that moment. It was the moment of relief, um, but also the moment of reality of like, okay, there's still, there's endless amount of work to be done. And just, you know, to know, especially, especially just via statistics that, again, I'll say about myself as a white person, that um, normally when there is a president that is blue, that you see um, any like the pursuit of anti-racism go down. Yeah. And so it's just a reminder to be like, listen, this was this was a close this was a close race and yeah. And I've just been like trying to figure out what my role is moving forward because we can't hold, we can't all hold all spaces like at the same time, you know, it's not like a twister board where you can try to spread your body out over the whole thing. You kind of like got to figure out what your purpose is. Mm -hmm. And so I've been trying to kind of figure that out and it's complex, you know, like people also talk about Trump voters like they're exclusively white and like they're not like you know I'm half Mexican I have family members on that side who voted for Trump like Latinos for Trump is like a big thing and it's just fucking complicated and it's just crazy because like as I was processing through trying to figure this out I like posted something on my Instagram and you know it was crazy because I got like one message DM from someone who was like, you're treating you, you're treating Trump supporters like demons. And then someone else who was like, you're holding compassion for Trump supporters, which is disgusting. And I was just like, whoa, how am I getting like two 
mm-hmm. opposite end of the spectrum spectrum reactions about like the same thing pretty crazy but um anyway i just yeah but it's like like we're saying it's the moment of relief and now the the knowledge the sobering knowledge of seeing the number still and how close they were and knowing that we need to um move forward in especially again me as a white person moving forward um and making sure that everything that we've been talking about um you know uh anti-racism i'm talking about equity talking about um human rights like that that just continues to move forward and that that energy doesn't die down yeah and i think it really does come down to each one of us just figuring out what our personal purpose and role is Mm -hmm. Uh, moving forward because i think we all have different talents different ways of communicating that can accomplish different things so you know well i know our our you know personal talents are talking about the bachelorette (laughs) yeah i mean our new president taisha i mean i wish i wish you know i now that now that is that brought in new energy just by a mile i mean new energy by a mile yeah, I mean, she's although they started her out in literally the same dress as Claire. I can't in the intro you, with the believe, red dress. Could you believe we had a broad message and go, "You all are right." I think they're just transferring <laughs> Claire's wardrobe. <laughs> they're just too cheap. They're like, "We're not going to get a new wardrobe for Tasha." In fact, we're going to make her walk into the group of men and have her not, not even have Chris Harrison there to introduce. <laughs> The Bachelorette, she has to do everything. Okay, yeah, let's just get right into it because it, it was crazy. I mean, absolutely crazy. Um, uh, she, so she walked, ta- okay, the top of this episode, Tasha walks in. It was exactly what we didn't want it to be. It was everything I did not want it to be. It was everything that Tasha Tasha deserved a million times more, and I am disappointed to say the least. I would I would go as far as to assume that everyone in that room participating in that awkward greeting mm-hmm. hated it as much as we did. Oh, I would. It seemed that way. I mean, <laughs> everyone <laughs> when, everyone was just like, "Why is this like this?" When Tasha walked in, and you know, of course. Uh, initially i was just like are they just not paying the composers did they get that covid cut because there's dead silence i'll ask them <laughs> you know them be like so what's the uh, what's the rate right now um dead silence when Tasha walks in the men kind of awkwardly stand up there's no one i'm like where's Who's the mo- cheering someone needs to be moderating too wait why why is there not you know when you go see a live show yeah, uh, or like a lot like Jimmy Kimmel or whatever. And there's the guy who starts at the beginning. I'm forgetting what they're called where they like hype, the, hype the crowd. Men, yeah. Up. yeah, they needed someone. One of the producers would be like, all right, guys, oh. let's do this. Let's get ready. Let's get ready. Let's get that blood pump and yes. have them be like the wave and well, get ready they for also, her. Am I correct that they didn't know it was her until she walked in? Yes, correct. Which I think was actually bad. Yes. I think Chris Harrison beforehand should have been like, gentlemen, it's going, your new bachelorette is Taisha. Yes. And then like have them all be like, ho, ho, oh my God. And like, yeah. of that. And, and then Chris be like, let's bring her in and be like, you all know. And then Chris should have done a little speech about her. Yes. And then they all should have been like, woo, clap. And, like, and then she would have been like, thank you. Please stop clapping. Thank you. And, and she could have gotten at least she, a little more of the entrance that she deserved. And then she could have done a little speech. And then, but instead it was horrible. Instead it was horrible. And the guys were literally processing like, Tasha's presence as she came in yes. they're standing up I just I still cannot get over the fact that no one like like you know clapped or cheered in any way like I don't care who would have walked in if I would have been one of the men standing there my immediate reaction would have been like oh my god and started clapping just because I'd feel so uncomfortable for the lead in this situation yes 
Um, also, she tells them to loosen up right away, which was so funny. She's like, it's all good, guys. So loosen up. Also, though, like, I don't know what the weird sexual energy, like forced sexual energy is with both now Claire and Tasha. Yeah. It seems like somewhat manufactured. I don't know how else to describe it manufactured, even I though she's saying, saying it. But she came in and she just kept being like, which is probably just an awkward thing. Mm-hmm. Like, but she was like, you look good. No, you guys are so hot. You're sexy. And then the producers keep having them be put in Speedos and thongs and shit. It's yeah. just bizarre. It's all the producers have all been quarantined for COVID and they're all really horny. I mean, <laughs> so they're just like, let's make this. It's just all there. Like, Well, yeah, I was actually wondering. I'm like, is this them trying to like overcompensate for the fact that they're not going anywhere? So then maybe. they're like, let's spice this up. It just seems like it's kind of weird. Yeah, it me. definitely seems off. And... But I also, at the same time, too, again, I can only put myself in the situation. I would probably be doing similar things if everyone was standing there uncomfortably. And, like, I don't know anyone's personality yet. I'd be like, wow. You're like, well, I'd fuck all of you. (laughs) You're Uh. sure hot. Because, again, normally we have the lead who is in the power position welcoming a group of people coming out of the limo. And so they are here to then have their entrance impress you versus her walking in yes. to dead silence. Plus, like, you get to be, the like you said, the power person. All the guys are awkward coming out of yep. limbo, and you get to be one that's like, it's fine. Yeah, and you're Stop. like, I've it's done this. big of a deal. I've done this before, yet they're like, we know La Quinta like the back of our hand. <laughs> Welcome to our home. It's, that's, that's what the energy feels like <laughs> totally. to me. And I feel like she's doing as best as she possibly can. The fact that she's going up to everybody, giving everybody hugs and is just like, hey, it's okay. Loosen up, whatever. Okay. So let's it's, talk about some of the guys sitting down with her. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Who's the one oh, guy? Also, can I say one thing? Production, what's going on this season? You put her mic in front of her on her chest. So every time when she was doing the initial speech, she kept touching her chest and the mic would be like, oh no. I was like, y'all, this is your 75th rodeo. Like, you know, you can't put her mic right in the I front. I mean, on that note, when they sat in that weird throne room for like the 60 <laughs> minutes interview with Claire and Dale and um, Chris Harrison. <laughs> that's, by the way, that's actually Chris Harrison's office. What you saw in the Bachelorette Goat or the Bachelor Goat episodes, that's just like an Airbnb. His office looks like a throne room. I mean, that had an echo in it. So going back yeah. to the sound things, yes. I'm like, guys, like this the, here there's who there's, needs to get fired there's a lot about the covid times that we can't fix y'all are stepping up you're giving us the show we appreciate it we know that you can't travel you know all of that we well, know like that maybe basic- the social interactions might be a little more awkward because everyone's a little inexperienced now because they've been locked up for a couple weeks but who but the sound, fuck is this sound engineer intern who's but, handling but yeah, this but sound and let me tell you there are plenty of sound people that have been out of work now for months because of the COVID times who are like, let me at this thing. I can help out with the sound. Jeez, it was just embarrassing. But yes, yeah, some of the men sitting down with her. Okay, who is the guy that asked her? I don't know any of their names still. I know, I was going to say, when when I was watching this episode, I'm like, I think you're going to have to pull out like uh, a sheet and start and actually start, start getting to know them because the past couple weeks, we haven't had to. No. Because guess what? 
we, see them we and we knew they were disposable <gasps> and at I, the end of the day, and right? And I think you and I knew their names going into it because of looking at the cast list, but poof, they're gone now because I've spent the past three weeks just looking at Claire and Dale. Yeah, absolutely. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. The one guy, whatever his name is, who asked what she does had me dead because oh, some of these her conversation guys, with Riley? Yes, right. Thank you, Riley. Yeah. That's it. So it's hilarious because you realize that some of these men truly do not know who the fuck she is and right. they had a family member sign them up for Claire's season so they did yes. their research on Claire and yes. now they literally don't know who this woman mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I have a question about that later. I want to know your take on whether or not you think that Brendan knew if she was previously divorced. I'll tell you right now I don't think he did. Yeah. I mean I didn't think so but there was a part of me that thought maybe he did. <laughs> oh my god. Brendan. We'll get there. Oh. So <laughs> Riley didn't know. She's like, what do you do? And she's like, um, I felt good. I was just like, I'm like, Riley, what do you think she does now? She now has a million followers. But she's also like, what she beauty did, and lifestyle space. She also though worked with um, I know she was working, was it CBD? But I someone could let me know. I don't know. Anyways, doesn't matter. But point is, is that she did, she was um, continuing those, like continuing that work at least until a few months ago. Mm. So, but I think she was like, oh, as like a job job. Yeah, I think it was like, like some of their branding and everything. But at the same time, when she said, yeah, that she travels a lot for work and for for pleasure. (laughs) I love that. I was like, you tell him. You're like, you know what? Yeah, I do travel for work. But also like now I get paid. by boohoo to go to the slopes and wear these cute outfits and pretend like I'm friends with all these other influencers and have these awkward dinners together. That's (laughs) yes. You hit the nail on the head, which I've never, by the way, gone to a revolve vacation because I got pregnant right off the show. I mean, why don't they have, why don't they have the, why don't they have the revolve then like the maternity line? They should. They should. They but also, now I still don't get invited and I'm not pregnant. Well, now because it's the COVID times. Yeah, I also was like, I'm not advertising for any fast fashion I was or any say clothing too, brands. I don't so, foresee fuck. you actually wanting to go there. Oh, I want to go. Don't get me wrong. I would love to go to Mykonos with like five other bachelor like, women who I, I don't know. I will go and then I will burn all the clothing. <laughs> that polyester burn. <laughs> High off the fumes. Um, okay, who's the guy with the glasses? Uh, Jordan. He is just a piece of work, man. He sat down and he goes, you came in with those big ass eyes. <laughs> and you, I was like, where are you going with this? I'm like, is this about to be that? a compliment? Yeah. Those he big ass eyes. He, there was a few moments <laughs> where I'm like, these feel like behind the scenes conversations that they normally wouldn't show us. <sighs> now, on the other hand, Ivan, sweet, sweet oh, Ivan. He is in love and he immediately lets Tasha know that she, he says, you are way more my speed. Um, I am like, he's not you are trying my, to hide it. No, he's like the difference in Ivan's energy. That's the thing I that know. was funny before is beforehand. I was like, sweet. Ivan just seems kind of like quiet and shy. Tasha comes out and he's just like, I am Ivan. He's like, <laughs> Hey, I'm Ivan. I don't know if you remember me, but I've been here the whole time and I've been quiet because Claire wasn't so much my deal. Uh, but now Tasha's here and I am all about Tasha and I am ready to get married. Yeah. I mean, he was just like, he right away is telling the guys that she gave him new life, he said. New life. And I'm like, now that's a compliment. If a man tells me I've given him new life, I'm like, yes, <laughs> thank you. Oh my God. Um, and then, of course, there's Blake. Blake. Wait, what's sorry? What's the guy again with the glasses name? Jason? Or sorry, not Jason. Uh Jordan. 
Jordan. Okay, I just need to remember that because I have notes about him moving forward. Okay, anyway, Jordan. Back to Jordan. back to where we were at. Um. So ne- next, there's Blake. Now, in the last episode, we saw Blake. He <sighs> is distraught. He is sad. He has read a whole book for Claire, and now he doesn't know what he's going to do when a new bachelorette comes in and how he'll handle it. And immediately, he tells her that um he's been going through the ringer the last few days and uh, that he's going to, she's going to have to be patient with him because it'll take him a bit of time um, to really come out of his shell. But then if she is patient, that she'll see the really fun side of him. And I'm like, Blake, I have to be real with you as each moment passes. I like you less and less. I said at the very top of the episode in my notes, as Mm -hmm. there was a very brief Blake cut Mm -hmm. before she even walked in, bad vibes, bad vibes, bad vibes. And this (laughs) game of roses has become nothing more than a test of my personal intuition at this point, where I'm just trying to guess who, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. No for Blake for me. No. No. Hard no. No. Now, you know, I uh, I got to be real. Uh, I have to keep myself accountable and say, you know, day one, I was like, I love Blake, and I was a Team Blake person. And uh, I felt like a lot of people were. I know you were a little more always on the fence about mm-hmm. Blake, I was hesitant, um, you know. Yeah, and and uh, you know, I knew you were on the fence. Uh, the uh, the ladies at Date Card Pod, I know, I've seen that they were majorly not into Blake, and I was like, why does everybody not like Blake? Mm. And now I'm like, oh, it's starting to really fall together for me, and I'm getting that energy <laughs> mm-hmm. that it's almost unexplainable, but also I feel like everyone's gonna kind of understand. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, also, I don't like meeting someone and them telling me right away that they're going to have to be patient with me. Um, I'm like, well, I don't know you, so I don't have to do anything. Actually, <laughs> I can tell you right now to go home. Yeah. So I know that last week you thought that Claire owed you, you know, more of an explanation because you bought a book. Um, and then also now you're telling me to be patient with you so that you can stay around longer so that you can get comfortable. But I also am walking in as the bachelorette into a group full of men that I have never seen that have been here for a couple weeks. Uh, and now I'm the boss. So no. <laughs> yes. I'm Shut with you. Down. I'm with you 100%. Also, Jason was hilarious telling her immediately that he almost went home. I know. <laughs> okay. So no, here's the difference though. No, I know. I know. I don't, I think he's being serious. I just find him such a clown. He, we have to be real. The difference between Jason and Blake. Okay. So Blake has an interaction with Tasha, just one. And he says to the camera that it's like, was so, he had so much, there was so much more depth and reality in his conversation with Tasha than in his five with Claire. And now all of a sudden he's just like, fuck Claire. And he's like, Tasha's, Tasha's my girl. Like that's the, the idea when he was so vocal before about it. So I got to respect Jason, who is truly pining Mm -hmm. after Claire. Mm -hmm. The man is a puddle. He Mm -hmm. is truly like, he feels like he found his soulmate. And, you know, spoiler alert, he goes home later. So (laughs) he holds to it. And he goes home. You got to respect the man. And and he, he left feeling very defeated. But I, and I know we'll talk about it later on in the episode. He left feeling very defeated, but I think he is going to, um, be a main character in the future mm. on Bachelor in Paradise. I feel like they have a, a quite a story written for. Uh, I like that written for Jason when Claire and Dale show up in Paradise 
with their beautiful new relationship and Jason is just the new Colton, just like weeping over the fact that like he has to see oh. Colton has to see Becca, but now Jason has to see Claire. I like that. Difference being that, you know, Colton was like in the top Could four you see for Becca Jason? and uh, Jason was there for about two weeks. But Do you see him with like Hannah Ann? I don't see Hannah Ann liking Jason. I could okay. see, I don't know. I could see Hannah Ann and Spencer together. I'll tell you that. Oh, much. I could see Hannah Ann and Spencer together all day, every day. Absolutely. Okay. Which means we have to move <laughs> oh, on because we got to get see, there. Sorry, I could see Jason with Kelsey. I lights going off in my head, fireworks in their future. Right? Yes. Genius. I forgot about her. I could I could see because Kelsey has that like that Claire energy of you know, put really putting it all out there and having it v- being very emotional, yes. and that seemed to move Jason in ways he had never experienced before. Yes. I think that that might work. Yes, I don't know. yes, yes, I don't yes. Know. Great call. Um, now, <sighs> now, Brendan. Now, Brendan. I have to say, I would like him better with a French accent, but then I'm curious: does he have? <laughs> I too would like him better with a little beret and a French accent. But does he have an accent? Yes, yes. He, it seems like he does a little bit. It's right? almost imperceptible. Is that a word? Imperceptible? Imperceive? In- In- inconceivable? <laughs> inconceivable. No, it's like I, I can barely perceive. Pers- I don't fucking know what I'm saying. Perceive it, I think. I don't know, but imperceptible. I feel like that's a word. I think. I think, and I could be. I could be very wrong. Um, but I do believe it. I'm going to look up right now. Where? Yes. Okay. Yes, I was right. I said there's a little bit of like a Boston type accent. Oh, which you know, for me, I love my East Coaster. So every once in a while, he says something, and I was like, I think I like you more. Imperceptible is a word, by the way. Impossible to perceive. Imperceptible. That's how I feel about it. Uh, He's from Massachusetts. It's weird though, because sometimes I detect almost some sort of like, like a tiny undertone of some sort of Latin accent. Yeah, there's there I, his his accent. It's it feels like you know what it feels like. It feels like he's traveled many places over his childhood. <laughs> like maybe he has distant line of Portuguese blood. I have a fire lit under my ass for this man. I I like him. I like everything about him so far. Except his lack of a French accent is how <laughs> I feel. He doesn't have a French accent. <clears throat> and Becca, let me tell you, when you and I started having our, you know, fantasies about about Brendan a couple weeks ago uh, for the first time, and now I'm seeing that it looks like he is going to be around a lot. I can't tell you how happy I was. You know what's funny is I wrote down like, oh, this seems like a normal guy. And then I realized my definition of normal is just someone that I would date in L.A. Not yes. actually normally, <laughs> normal. I'm like, Kenny is a normal guy. Jason is a normal guy. Not to me. My definition of normal is someone I would date. That's what's normal. So anything else is not <laughs> abnormal. So anyway, I was just like, oh, he's not normal. He's just someone that I would date. Yes, 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 and yes. And so that's why I'm confused about why he's on this show. Yes. Well, it started to make more sense to me when him and Taisha kind of had their interactions. We will get there when we get there. Chris um, Harrison, though, cock blocked them. Well, he continues to cock block him. Now, here's my thought about when, Ta- when Taisha and Brendan were talking. I don't know if you noticed this. 
But Tasha and Brendan were talking on the very bench in front of the very water fountain in which Dale and Claire had their first interaction and which Claire felt in love. So I wonder, are producers sensing a potential connection between Brendan and Tasha, and they put them in front of that exact spot to basically kind of like trigger our brains to being like, love. <laughs> I like that. The very subtle... It's very subtle, but there's, you know, there's not very many locations in La Quinta. Do you think they'll end up together? I don't know. The f- Like, we'll talk about it later, but okay. I, 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 I can see it. I'm feeling really good about it. I'm feeling really good about I'm it. I'm feeling really, really good about strong. it. Really strong. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, but. Love that yes, pairing. Yes, I, I just, his voice, his very, his very calm energy. I just like everything about him so far. Um, and I just hated that of all the men that Chris Harrison interrupts mm. their interaction. But that's great because that keeps her wanting more. That's very true. That's very, very Because I don't think she was ever more attracted to Jason than when he left. Yes. Spot on. So. <laughs> Spot um, on. Now, Chris Harrison takes her out to get more guys, except she's only getting four more men. I think it was five, but I don't remember two of them. No, four. Four? Spencer? Spencer, Montel, Peter, and Noah. And that's it. Oh, you're right. There was only four. Insane. Also, what a strange number. I bet there was five when they cut it. Because I feel like I saw that Maybe. number floating around, but they were like, this fifth guy is a no-go for us, <laughs> so we're not even going to include him. Um, five guys. Well, I okay. I'm very glad she at least had a little bit of a limo moment. Thank you for yeah. not just bringing them in in a crowd. But it was like, yeah, it was like, here's your extra. Here's your new five men or four men or whatever. So, Spencer. Spencer... Spencer triggers me. Yes, I agree. And because he looks like he's the guy who's like a real estate broker who would still do keg stands at parties. <laughs> uh-huh. And then when it gets revealed he's from San Diego, I'm like, this all makes sense. And he definitely does still do keg stands. Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely a lot of house parties in Spencer's life. Spencer, um, I think that's why you have these feelings about Spencer because he is a boy from La Jolla. And... um love La Jolla beautiful area um but it's definitely that specific person that you just you just know and Spencer Spencer is extremely good looking um and he and he knows it more than anyone who's ever known it in his whole life oh my god he looks like um he looks like a character from Vampire Diaries he totally does (laughs) He totally does. That's all I can think about it. He looks like the type of guy who would tell you within the first five minutes of knowing you that everyone always mistakes him from a character from Vampire Diaries. Oh, my God. He is... He's... The second he walked out, I was like, this is not... This is not going to go well. She's going to... And let's remember this, too. Taysha is from Orange County. Taysha is an Orange County girl. So then she hears La Jolla too. And it's like, oh, you live, you know, about an hour away from me with traffic. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe a little more, but anyways. Uh, But knowing that, then it's like, oh, we have that in common. You're close by. Um, So she's going to feel, I I thought that she right away would be connected with uh, Spencer merely because of location. Um, just because of the fact that she's walking into this situation where there's a whole group of men that she doesn't know. So, of course, I'm going to be drawn, especially to the handsome guy, 
who knows like the area that I grew up in. So we have that to talk about. Totally. Like, did you go to Javier's last weekend? Totally. Too packed. Oh, okay. So (laughs) I ended up, uh, you know, I went down to the Sandpiper and we we had some drinks. Well, that's what I was thinking. It could go one of two ways. Cause it could be like one, they have something major in common. I was thinking about this too. Or it could also be like, Oh, I know guys like you. I've met a million guys like you. Fuck you. Yeah. So we'll see how that plays out. We'll see. Um, They're definitely going to keep him around for a while though. Cause clearly the guys immediately hate him. Oh, he rolls in and he says, so which one of you guys scared away Claire and I'm like bold move Spencer I love it bold move again I feel like this is the opposite of Jason who had his girlfriends give him the rundown on what to do I feel like Spencer had a lot of consulting with his girlfriends yeah about like how to really make a splash on the season Mm -hmm. I like that that's true um well oh also the fact what a move. What a move when they ask Spencer, so how many guys are there uh, in the limo? How many guys are coming in? And he just goes, you'll see. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, you are not here to make friends. The guys are like, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're going to have to throw them out. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> They're already just tweaking. <laughs> They're just so panicking. I mean, that really is crazy though. Cause, cause although some of these guys in the house may not like each other, mm-hmm. Now they're all going to bond as like the OGs, you yes. know? Oh, of course. They immediately are like, we are Guard a unit. Guard is up. Yeah. We are a unit. Um, ne- next, we meet Montel, 30 gym owner from Boston. He is in a salmon suit. We don't really see him for the rest of no. the episode at all. Um, and same goes with Peter. Peter, 32, real estate agent from Massachusetts. Don't get to know him at all. No. Um, now, Noah, we don't get to know a lot, but we do I have see many thoughts on him. I have many thoughts on Noah, too. And we also see that he is frequently in, going to be in the upcoming um, episodes. Did you know where he's from? Um, I do not know where Noah is from. Hmm. Now, he also gives me Orange County vibes and he gives me Costa Mesa hipster vibes. He also give me, gives me vibes of like, he looks exactly like this guy who was really popular in my junior high youth group. Um, oh, very, very youth group. Did you ever go to Hume Lake? Oh, every year. Girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, to he me, lo- looks like a Hume Lake staffer. Yep. Yep. Or hipster staffer. Or, uh, yes, 1000%. He definitely, uh, he helped with rec during Hume Lake times um, and he'd hang out on like by the coffee area and like kind of flirt with everybody and then everyone had a huge crush on him but he was also like a raging douche. Hip Christian. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. Hip Christian sort of player vibes. Yes, yes. Oh, like like that. And then when the fact that he also on top of it all has a mustache yes! which really seals it in. Yes. Now, Broads, if you, um, if you have a mustache or if you in <laughs> fact are with someone who has a mustache or like mustaches, this is not to be offensive to you, but in Orange County and in Southern California, if you have a mustache, and I don't think it's like this everywhere, but where we are, wearing a mustache you immediately kind of know what type of person it is okay so you love a craft beer you definitely um you have a lot to say about theology um you know (laughs) what (laughs) bitch bitch we are so on point i just found his first of all he's from oklahoma but disregard that okay he's listen to his bio oh my god i'm so excited did we get it (laughs) so spot on it's it actually gives me chills <laughs> what does it say? I can't. 
I just, it's so spot on. What does it It's say? so spot on. First of all, his photos of a, him in front of like some Utah mountains with like a backpack on. Sure, sure. Travel nurse that loves Jesus, loves people, loves living, and refuses to leave this world unchanged. So he is a youth group kid. Yes! We nailed it. Yes! And he's about to be, yes. he's about to be the villain up in here. <gasps> no, at least from people the are going to be obsessed with him. Well, no, but it looks like he's about to be the villain, at least from the previews. I think that could be an edit. He gives, me, he gives me villain vibes look at him, right look at off him, the top. Look at him. Oh. He, <laughs> yeah. We called it. We called it. I am now speaking in tongues because we called it so hard. He. Oh, yeah. I'm showing her photos, by the way, for audio listeners of his Instagram right now. You know, he's like into traveling, spreading the word. Yeah. And yeah, he's a, he's exactly what we said. He is like a Christian, hip Christian player. Now, this is what we're going to have to break down. There's two ways that this is gonna go, broads. Or just I'm gonna make this guess right now. Right now. Two ways this is gonna go. One, either Blake is going or sorry, Blake. Um uh Noah is going to be the villain, like it looks in the edits. Yeah. And Taisha will fall for him. Yeah. Or two, um, you know, he'll be a nice guy, but she she will like him and he will go far. And he this will. is and this is why. Because Taisha, again, Taisha is from Orange County. Um, and she is a churchgoer, an Orange County churchgoer. This guy is right up her alley. Yeah, she's a Christian. She goes to church in Orange County. I know the churches in Orange County. I used to sing at most of them. Okay, so I know a lot of like the crews. And this guy gives off major, like he would 100% be a youth pastor at one of those churches. And they're going to connect. And now the question will be, it will be uh, if he is the villain or not. And if he is maybe the one that her dad is talking about, where he's like, really, this guy? Um, so we'll see. We'll see. But they will they will connect. And I believe with everything in my heart that he will go far because he gives off Costa Mesa Church uh, youth group worship pastor vibes. Yes, and she yes. Will like no, that. 100%. Here he is volunteering at the Outcry Tour. Hashtag Jesus changes everything. Oh, yeah. I know the Outcry Tour. Sure. This, yeah. this yeah. I mean, Wow. It's just, yeah, we hit the nail on the head, and I'm really fascinated to see what happens. I mean, he seems like a nice guy, though. He does. I mean, I mean, we bear the for, guys seem to like not have an issue with. No, him. they definitely had an issue with. Um, they Spencer. definitely had an issue with Spencer. Yes, definitely. But, like, an issue with Noah Spencer. came in seeming like he wasn't there to make waves with the guys. You know, he seemed mm-hmm, like an amiable mm-hmm. dude in the way he was interacting. So with maybe them. it was just the edit. He yeah. seems like a nice guy from this. I can't. I have no judgments of him. All I know is that they will connect, and I'm confident of it because of his look and vibe. I and wish we could go back in time and see how they initially were framing Luke P in Hannah's season. Like, if they were showing previews that made him look like a douche. You know what? Now that I think about it, Becca, I really don't think, at least in the first two episodes, that I don't they think did. so either. Because people were freaking out that we thought that he was. Yeah, nuts. we came for him real hard in the first episode, and we got a lot of critique for that mm-hmm. because it, he seemed like a you know an all around lovely guy. Apparently, from the first episode, even though you and I had just like red flags, like nobody's business. Yeah, but um, yeah. I, I'm very interested to watch Noah next episode. Hopefully we'll get to know him a little bit better and then we'll be able to kind of figure out what's going to go down because I think all the villain energy is being focused towards Spencer. And if you are a if you are a connoisseur, 
If you are a you are a student of the show. If you are a student of the show, you know, do not be tricked by that first. Mm-hmm. Don't be tricked by that initial villain because that's not going to be the long. The I'm long-term going out on a, on a limb, and I don't think Noah's going to be a villain. Okay. All right. I think he's going to be a villain. I think that. Yeah, sure. They're showing it to us, so easy call. But I, I think he will be. Do you think he will be like? I don't know how else to put this, but like a true villain. Like, do you think that we will hate him? I think that's what I'm calling. I'm calling that he will not be a true villain. I think he will be. I think it's too predictable after they had Luke P. Yeah. That's my opinion. I don't know. I think he'll be, he'll be. You think for sure he'll be painted as a villain? Yes. Yes. Too early to call otherwise. Too early to call. Okay. Haven't seen him enough. Okay. Haven't seen him enough. Got, right. to, got to have at least a at least a two minute interaction. With All him right. To truly All right. Know. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, t- take a quick pause before we go on. Yeah, let's take a quick pause before we go on, girl. Um, okay. So, broads, here is the deal. I will be the first to admit that you will not see me on Top Chef anytime soon. I'd love to see you on Top Chef, though. <laughs> it's uh, it would be quite an interesting an interesting journey for me. Um. I have perfected a few dishes that will impress the family and friends, one or two. But after that, I pretty much rely on the classics, the pasta, the burgers, the occasional winter stew. But broads, when I started using HelloFresh, I have to tell you, my cooking world has expanded. Meals that I never imagined being able to make are now easily prepared and ready to eat in minutes. With HelloFresh, you get pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. And it's no wonder it's America's number one meal kit. I know plenty of people, including myself, that use HelloFresh. It can be a challenge branching out too far from meals I know I can cook because buying ingredients for something that may, or let's be honest, may may not turn out edible seems pretty wasteful and it's expensive and I always have like leftover veggies and stuff rotting in my fridge. But Mm -hmm. HelloFresh delivers you pre-portioned ingredients, making sure you always have just what you need and nothing more, which is kind to the environment and your wallet. Plus, all of these recipes are super easy to follow with simple steps and pictures to guide you along the way and the whole process is entirely foolproof. I have talked before about how obsessed my daughter is with helping cook dinner with HelloFresh and the obsession continues. Chef Ember falls more in love with cooking every week, which is so sweet. Uh, Her most recent favorite that we cooked together was the Raja Quesadillas. The recipe was really simple where she could totally take the reins and I have to say the end result was delicious. So now I've hired her as our family's full-time chef Thank you so much, HelloFresh. That is now her responsibility. But on Love a real on a real note, I did make a HelloFresh meal the other day for my mother, um, and not tell her that it was HelloFresh. And she she, was, she she couldn't believe, and she was like, "Oh my god, you're a gourmet chef now!" And she was fine. Honestly, she was finally proud of me. I love that. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll be good enough for my mom. It was a really defining moment. (laughs) Go to HelloFresh.com slash Chatty90 and use code Chatty90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. Again, if you want $90 off, including free shipping, go to HelloFresh.com slash Chatty90 and use code Chatty90. So it's almost the holidays, broads. I mean, basically, that means the next two months, the post office will be busier than usual. And let's be honest, no one has time or patience to wait in those lines. That's why for the sake of all of our sanity, uh, I stopped going to the post office and started using stamps.com. With stamps.com, you can bring the post office and UPS shipping right to your home computer. Literally everything you can do at the post office, you can now easily do from home with just a few clicks. Just use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere 
you want to send. This holiday season, I'll be using stamps.com to ship stuff to my sister in Missouri for Christmas. I actually just used stamps.com to ship her a birthday present back in September. Um, Sending stuff to my grandparents, sending stuff to my friend up in Oregon. I just like have so many packages I'm shipping out this year. I'm really Santa Claus and stamps.com is helping me do it all from the comfort of my home. A Christmas queen. I think I'm going to be sending and uh, shipping myself via stamps.com to Brendan. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I feel like that'll be a fun Christmas Well, good surprise. thing that you're going to get great um, rates on postage. It would normally be expensive, but you know what? We, there are some deals. <laughs> Let me tell you, because not only will Stamps.com save you a ton of time, it's also going to save you a lot of money with deals you cannot get at the post office, like five cents off of every first class stamp, uh, which, of course, that's the only way that I would ship myself. Um, 40% off priority mail and up to 62% off not only USPS shipping, Shipping rates, but UPS shipping rates as well, 62%. Um, with deals like this, it's not really surprising that over 900,000 small businesses already use stamps.com. It's really a no-brainer. Don't spend a minute of your holiday season at the post office this year. Stein, sign up for stamps.com instead. There's no risk, and with our promo code chatty, you'll get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamp do- stamps.com, click on the mic at the top of the homepage, and type in chat. Chatty. That's stamps.com. Enter chatty. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Back to business. Back to business. So they only added four guys, which is a huge joke to me. Just an absolute joke. Give her 20 more. Okay. Even though, can you imagine trying to figure out the new 20 guys plus the 20 guys that we or the 15 or however many were left 16 that we already, you know, didn't know at all. <laughs> My mind is crumbling. It is crumbling. So, of course, Spencer grabs her first. So the men hate him. They're doubly hating him. It is inside that group of men. It was like watching the actual the Spider-Man meme in real life. (laughs) Like all the men were just like. Everyone was so everyone was so pissed. So on edge. Um, I'm so over how much everyone hates Spencer already. Yes. You know, I'm already tired. I'm like, listen, this guy is I'll be real with you. As far as I can tell, he seems very dull. Spencer seems very dull. Like, just don't even waste your energy on him. He doesn't know how to play mind tricks with you. Like, this is only going to last for so long. Except, I got to give him this and I'm jumping ahead. After the guys confronted him at the cocktail party, Taysha pulls him aside. He plays a fucking baller move. Instead of being like, well, the guys just called me out right now. He was just like, yeah, I'm getting a little heat. But like, like back to us. That's true. And I That's was very like, true. a move, Spence. <laughs> That's true. You're going to get them heated and then play it cool as a cucumber instead of being a little bitch ass and running in and being like, actually, I think some of the men like that. He was like, true. he was unbothered. 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 Well, Chris Harrison ends up bringing out that first impression yes. rose. And now the men are taking the first impression rose very seriously considering the last time that there was a first impression rose given out, Claire left two days later. <laughs> so who's the guy that you said was sexy last time? Zach. Um, Zach, I'm going to call him creepy dad from now on. <gasps> you don't like him? No. Oh my God. Are you serious? Gray and I both said he is so weird. <gasps> I love him. Mm -hmm. oh my gosh we're gonna have to have a showdown i really really like zach i'm gonna call him creepy coin dad (laughs) creepy coin he just i love i thought that that was so nice 
that they had their little they had their coins. He had like a memorable moment, but it wasn't like super cheesy. Ugh, I felt so like she weird. had a twinkle in her eye. He had a twinkle in his eye. Uh, you know broads i want to hear from you if you think he's creepy yeah, please comment. actually yes i p- post that comment in our in our um instagram post curious how do we feel about zach yeah. i'm team zach your team creepy dad or <laughs> yeah <laughs> team not yeah zach, team creepy he's dad. creepy dad yes i really like it okay noah this was a clue in that he was a jesus freak mm-hmm. um and i'm using that in like the hip um, DC talk DC talk way yes. sure. mm-hmm. he has 10 or 11 siblings yeah couldn't tell if he had a, I don't remember if he has 11 siblings or if he is one of 11 yes but we've has, got a clue in yes he's got many siblings do we have a homeschooling broad out here am I actually going to love Zach and hate you, him at the same time because I feel both familiar and triggered by him yes I don't know love <laughs> <laughs> well uh Ben and Tasha, they have a little dance together. He's spinning around and he tells her that he's never done this before. Mm. And I'm like, you've never danced before? That seems odd. <laughs> There's a lot of things in this episode that are like tying in, but I'll get to that. Okay, okay. That. Well, you know, surprise, surprise. Tasha gives her first impression rose to Spencer. Yes, which I said right when he came out of the limo. Actually, yeah, he's going to get the first notes. impression. Um, obviously, she, my one of my most favorite parts of this entire episode was when Tasha says when she's holding the rose and she said, "I can't lie. Like when you first came out of the limo, my heart did skip a beat." And Spencer says, "I'll take what I can get." Like. What do you want her to have a heart attack? Like, like Spencer, <laughs> Spencer has that level. He's like, do you know how many women have told me this already? Yeah. What else are you gonna tell me? I guess I'll take it. I'll take your the crumbs of your compliment. Like that. Okay. That the fact that that's his response. This man has women sliding into his DMs every weekend in La Jolla when he's slipping, sliding all over listen, him. Spencer's Taco Tuesdays are lit. Yes. Okay, he goes out, he drinks tequila, yes. and he has quite a reputation in the San Diego community. And the women are a coming. There always. was a place in Newport where we always used to go to Taco Tuesday when I was when maybe I went to Noah's UC there Irvine. sometimes. Maybe you know, I don't know, um, but. Then she, uh, you know, she's kind of fumbling with the rose, dependent on him. And then she grabs him for the kiss. He did look like a good kisser. I'll give him that. So I wondered. I At first I was like, did producers tell her to, to give the first, tell her to give him the first impression rose? But I feel like no. I think she definitely, I mean, let's be clear. She was vibing. Spencer also is, ex- he, I mean, he's hot. He's Yes. He's very hot. Yes. He's definitely. The he's type, almost like too hot. That's he's how al- hot yeah, he is. He's a, I mean, he's he's the level of hot where when you compliment him and say that my heart skips a beat, he says, says I'll, I'll take, take what I can yeah. get. Oh, like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the level of hot we're dealing with. Um, so. Blake is panicking now. He's just like, ah, I'm going to go home. I'm going to get sent home. And there's no <laughs> rose ceremony, which makes sense because normally since there was only four guys, you would knock it down to the amount of guys that there are now. Yes. If that makes sense. I. I was just laughing because I was like, here we are. We're living already in opposite land. Tasha is pulling the opposite of a Claire. Um, Claire never met a rose ceremony she didn't love. (laughs) She's like, let's eliminate as quickly as possible. And Tasha's like, let's all just hang out for the next couple weeks and see how Mm -hmm. this goes. (laughs) So Chris is like, wait, wait, wait. Don't forget about Claire so quickly. Speaking of. Speaking of. Oh, my goodness. Now comes the 60 minutes interview. Now comes the 60 minutes. Okay. Okay. So 
before this and before we talk about this interview, I do want to say this. Um, I feel like everyone is really coming for Claire and Dale and everyone needs to just chill. Like, why do you hate Dale and Claire alone? Like, why are people so angry about Dale and Claire? I don't know. I don't understand. It's like, are you really that pissed off that you're lonely and you're not happy like the two of them? Like, okay, are you jealous? I I don't. (laughs) Are you jealous of Dale and Claire? And yes, did we in the last episode throw out a number about that we don't think that they'll end up together for like a permanent time or a very long time? But I will say I have a different opinion. I listened to Claire and Dale on Bachelor Happy Hour, and it was a really, really beautiful interview. It was really sweet. They got, Claire and Dale got Rachel and Becca to start crying. He's moving to Sacramento. Like, they are, they are involved in each other's families. He's, he has visited her mother. She has gone and seen his family. He's moving. They are serious. Okay. So. Okay. Well. The process worked, everybody. (laughs) I don't know why everyone's coming for them either. It's like, they're happy. Leave them alone. She didn't do anything wrong. They were literally forced to get engaged to each other, guys. And luckily, they actually really like each other. (laughs) Thank goodness. Be happy. Thank goodness this this wasn't like a a Hannah and Jed situation where they forced that, you know, even though they they did get engaged. But at least there's, you know, come on. I mean, um... I feel like they're perfect for each other. I think they're perfect for each other, too. Of course, Chris Harrison, you know, he says one million times, did they have contact before? It's like, why are they trying to make it such a big point? Like we've talked about before. It's not even that big of a deal if they did. Yeah. And obviously their response to me was crystal clear that they did not. I think that and I think that most everyone at this point could probably agree that The Bachelor uh, the Bachelor franchise is thirsty for drama right now. Absolutely. That if they did, it they would have had this conversation finally. Yeah. And they made it as crystal clear as possible. Like, um, they talk about how Claire right away says that she believes that it was love at first sight when he stepped out of the limo. Now, granted, this is coupled with her having watched him on Instagram for Absolutely. many stalked months him. before. She stalked him. Um, and then Dale came in and joined the conversation, and he said it was love at first sight. And, um... I mean, they're perfect for each other because, you know, he said some bolt. He was saying something like, yeah. And then I was just like, let's do it. And she was like, yeah. And then they started making out. So... I'm jealous of them because I could wish I could live in that bubble of just like, um, and I say this in the nicest way possible, just like total ignorance and bliss, you know? Well, but the thing is, I feel like they have been getting just, people have been coming for them so hard for the past couple weeks that they even shared in the thing, Dale was saying that people, like, they don't understand what, like why people are I don't acting the way either. they are. So I feel like, They've been, they have not been They've now trauma bonded. <laughs> kind of. It's like people are just like, it's your relationship. No, I mean like they're the kind of people where they're so in love with each other. It's oh, just sure. the rose colored glasses things. Like the world is just more beautiful yeah. because of their love to them. Well, you know? and then when she talks about how she was telling a story, like, or he was saying that people haven't showed up for him. Just like she feels like people haven't showed up for her. She talks about the story about how she's like, he didn't even know, doesn't even know this, but the night before I was having so much anxiety and I was like pacing around the pool. And then when she said this, I told you, I was like, I started crying that he then came out, he grabbed her hand and started pacing with her. And that you to cheesy me, motherfucker. Oh, I could. I lost it because corny was, as fuck. No, because I was thinking like, like 
the corny thing would have been, and I still think it would have been sweet, but the corny thing would have been like, she's anxious and she's pacing around the pool and he comes out and gives her a hug and tells her it's going to be okay. The fact that he came out, he held her hand and then they were pacing together. Like that to me was like, that's where I would feel seen. Well, I know. That's why I'm saying you corny motherfucker. You'd be like, Evan took my hand and we paced around the pool together. And it would mean everything to me. And it makes me vomit. Evan Evan tries to fix me and then sometimes I'm like, grab my hand and pace around the pool with me. That's real shit you know what i mean yeah that's that's what i'm saying is the difference and god bless he evan is just absolutely fantastic but sometimes i'm like stop fixing me just take my hand and pace around the pool with me honey wow put that on a put that on a eulogy i mean honestly like it's going in our renewal vows (laughs) (laughs) but then they were both crying i I thought it was so sweet i really do think they are perfect for each other i actually Mm -hmm. believe that and she said babies she said baby. He was like, <laughs> he was like, well, I don't know about that. Um, they already forced us to get engaged in 12 days. But Chris Harrison is like, take the pregnancy test now. <laughs> Copulate in front of me. <laughs> well, they started kissing in front of him and I was like, and he was he looked so irritated and so smug during this interview 100 percent. he looked so now the difference was and this is what i where i'm getting thrown off with chris harrison is the difference was when he forced their engagement he looked so pleased and devious and in this he looked so unfulfilled and i'm like wish they were breaking up yeah i'm like your process finally worked like shouldn't you be just thrilled and now you have taisha's new bachelorette it's all working it's all turning up roses for you it's all coming up roses evil and yet you look so angry about this evil well he asked her many times and he said you know how did did you all have communication beforehand who cares they said in as many ways possible and i think that they both like 100% had PR training that they're like, you have to cover all your bases because random people will be like, well, they said they weren't talking online, but that doesn't mean well, in she person. said she didn't go to prom, but here's a picture of her at formal. It's like, yeah. oh, so they so they legit said, like, we have never communicated in person via DM via friends. There was nothing. Zero communication. They're in love. They had that instant connection. Sorry about it. people. Leave them alone. Leave them alone. Alone. And I'm with you on that one. It's just bizarre how yeah. people are just taking the bait and coming for them. The Bachelor did tee up for them, though, to just be despised. That's true. They They're really so did. Annoying. So annoying. Okay. I hope that they actually are the couple that lasts the longest. Me too. Of all, I hope that they last for an eternity and that the Bachelor feels like... I hope that they die and they're reincarnated and their reincarnated selves get married. Yes, over and over and over <laughs> again for an eternity of time. <laughs> they definitely are going to get matching infinity tattoos. By the way, can we please get someone on here who can talk about our children's past lives? Yes. In fact, someone sent me a DM about <gasps> that so we can talk about that. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Okay. Back um, to Tasha. Back to Tasha. Uh, the men in the house, you know, are... Uh, it's, I'm, I'm already looking at these guys. I'm like, now I don't know who's new and who's not because some people like Ed, for instance, I still... We've <laughs> seen him talk for half of a second once. I know. Poor Ed. Um, so they find out that we're going to have a group date and it will be Blake, Riley, Zach, Jordan, Noah, Peter, Kenny, Jay, Easy, and Spencer. Just another stupid pool activity. Well, it's going to be many pool activities over and over and over again. Considering it's like 117 degrees when they're filming this. <laughs> considering. So it's only fair. Now, they make... Like, they basically keep Tasha dunked under, like, oh, the pool I was going to say, how did you feel about that shitty B-roll edit? Like, I was enraged. 
It's horrible, right? It was absolutely horrible. And then they have her standing out of the pool in a sarong with like fake wet hair. It it was the editing was just it was just preposterous. And then they have her come out so the men can just like gawk at her. And then but I do have to say, I was like, I have to give props to some of those makeup artists because even as the water was like some like coming out, I'm like, damn, that's that, staying on. It looked nice. good. It was a really real good. good shot. That's um, why they have to replay it over and over again. Over and over. They So they mentioned the 120 degree heat, by the way. So we now are oh. officially told that it is 120 degrees outside, which we at this point was when we were having the heat wave. Probably. Pure torture. Absolute torture. Um, God. So they're in the pool, and I want to mention this because every single season, without fail, whether it's The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, someone, and it's always a man, gets elbowed, pushed. No, I'm talking about before that even started, and and Tasha's in that donut, and Noah, and this is when I started not liking Noah. Noah gets on top of her in the donut, but not like in a way of like, here, let me squish next to you. If you watch it, he gets, he like crawls up and is kind of like pulling her down. This. He gets on top of her and is almost sitting on top of her. So I'm like, she's maybe going to drown because you are, you are on top of her. Yeah, the claustrophobia kicked in. Huh? I, I'm like, I would have kicked. She's going to drown. And then, and then Riley flips the donut. Who are these goddamn ones? And I'm like, hey, to everyone, Colton was a big flipper of the rafts. That used to get me so angry. <laughs> when he had the pool party, he's like, can it go? <laughs> I feel like he did it in paradise too. I was like, stop flipping Are the rafts 12? and doing cannonballs when these women have just spent so long getting ready to be on camera. Nobody, we don't want to get flipped. That contouring is about to melt all over the damn place. Also, even when I'm on a raft and I have zero makeup on, just I don't want you to flip me. That's just rude. You're don't gonna, pull me into the pool, push me in, flip me over the raft, you're gonna splash flip me. me. My, my hair is going to get soaking wet. Only, the alopecia is going to come through. Only consensual <laughs> water activities, yes. okay? Yes. I am a big proponent of consent in the pool. Yes. Please, enough of this. My phone's in my pocket. (laughs) You have no idea. You don't know shit about me. (sighs) Okay, so Spencer, surprise, surprise. He's being aggressive and he gets elbowed, which is the name of the game. You're going to be aggressive. You're going to get hurt. Yeah, well, I mean... He's he's being aggressive. They're doing this whole like, what they have to do this whole water basketball. So thing. boring to watch too because they're all moving at a snail's pace through the water. You it, know, and 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 they even like it's just it's just a redo of the exact same thing that they did minus the stripping. <laughs> they have the table set up so that Tasha and Chris Herrick, Chris Herrick is, wow, Chris Harrison, <laughs> Chris can Erickson, ju- <laughs> Chris Erickson can judge just like him and Claire I know. did. It's so and low budge. They make her go and throw the basketball in. There's like no one They're there. They're in glittery speedos. They're in speedos like again, and they have an underwater camera. Thank you, ABC, so that we can see everything underwater too. Um, and yeah, it's just yeah, Spencer. I mean, yeah, Spencer's being, team wins. Well, okay. So by the way, so the so the the Spencer moment. Can we can we have a moment to say that he Spencer was jumping on top of people like pulling them down yeah. very aggressively and then he jumped on top of riley he kept trying to like pull him down and riley very did a casual back back like a pushing off like you would do so in case anybody's gonna be like well they were both coming out. it's like no the guy kept jumping on top of everybody's back and he just did a little like getting him out of the way and he happened to of course hit him where like you know 
then yeah. it's a whole scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a whole scene. Um, see, here's another moment though, and you don't like Zach, but like I thought he, I thought he was playing a great game where he gets the ball and he's yelling at Tasha. He's like, "I'm not gonna let go of it," and he's interacting <sighs> with her while he's in the pool and they're having a moment. It's not together. that I don't like him. Like I'm sure he's a nice guy and all. And all, I just hate him. <laughs> Like, he's so just like, I'm like, ew, don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Oh, my God. You're weird. He would be, like, he right now it would be in my top five for sure. I'd send him. There'd be no rose ceremony and I'd send him home. <laughs> you're like, we're canceling the rose ceremony for tonight. But, Zach, you're going to have to go home. COVID, please sit six feet away from me. Yes, I know you tested negative. I'm just taking extra precautions. We need double precautions. <laughs> Mask up. No kissing tonight. Mask up. <laughs> He's like, but none of the other guys have to. You're like, yeah, just, you know, all of a sudden I'm having kind of a wave of anxiety about it. So if you don't mind, just boop, putting that thing up a little bit. Oh, my God. <sighs> well, yeah, like you said, blue team wins. And uh, the difference is, though, is that they get to have lunch and drinks that we don't actually get to see. But then the green te- or the green team gets to come back later in the evening. So the funny thing was, is they kept saying, like, the losers go home and Gray kept being like, that's not fair. He thought that they were actually sent home. And Gray made us <sighs> rewind like twice. He's like, Chris Harrison said, pack your bags. You're going home. He's like, that is not fair. I'm like, no, <laughs> these men need justice. They, they're not going <laughs> they home. Need they're justice. literally walking 30 feet away back to their rooms. Oh, my God. Well, OK. Anyway. Anywho, I mean, luckily they did not actually get sent home. But then we see um, we see back at the um, back, back at, at the, the condo <laughs> or wherever they are. Not back the, at the mansion. Definitely back at boring back ass at La Quinta. Um, Jason is having a hard time. <laughs> he says that he is hanging on by a piece of floss. He used that like a couple different times. Like I think it might be a thread, Jason, but like No, even thinner. A thread is is more durable than floss. Floss could, you know. I'm hanging on by floss. His heart is still with Claire. He said he's fighting still, but he doesn't know how much he has left. He looks exhausted. He looks like he's been <laughs> up for 72 hours straight pining after Claire. And what I was really hoping for, what I was really hoping for is that we would have a moment where ch- where jason chases after claire mm. and like shows up at dale and mm. claire's honeymoon and is like i just need to i need to have one more chance and tell you i'm in I love need with closure you. and she's just like um well he should have crashed <laughs> their interview in the throne room <laughs> i was really hoping for it really badly they really let me down with that but we also find out brendan is getting the one-on-one we find out brendan is getting the one-on-one before we get into the the nighttime portion take a quick little pause here um oh brendan i just can't stop thinking about brendan anyways (laughs) just a caveat i really like him um so broads 2020 has simultaneously felt like three months but also three years at the same time um making sense of time the past year has been tricky to say the least but there's one timeline that is important to keep track of and that's your reproductive timeline but let's be honest it's confusing there's so much necessary information and traditional tests are expensive and to be honest they can be a little scary but thanks to modern fertility's at-home fertility testing it is now easier than ever to be in the know you'll have all the information you need to make the best decision for you at the tip of your fingers literally you'll complete the simple finger prick test you mail it back with the prepaid label 
And with on, within only 10 days, that's a pretty quick turnaround, mm-hmm. you'll get personalized, comprehensive results. All the information you could possibly need is going to be included, like how many eggs you have, your hormone levels, and other important fertility factors. They'll be sent to you in a way that's easy to understand. You'll even get the option to talk to uh, a fertility nurse one-on-one to review your results and discuss options for your next steps. Uh, In a doctor's office, fertility testing can cost well over $1,000, but with Modern Fertility, you'll get all of the same information for just $159 plus an extra $20 off if you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty you're even able to use your uh, hsa or fsa on modern fertility oh tests. that's great yeah again modern fertility is offering our listeners 20 dollars off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty that means your test will cost 139 dollars instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office so you'll get 20 dollars off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty that's modernfertility.com slash chatty All right. Well, then they have the nighttime portion of the group Mm -hmm. date. Yeah. Um, The whole group is reunited. You know, they ask if Riley asks if they had a good time at the barbecue. And then he asks if any of the men served her and that that would be a real man. Like I that that was a side comment. And Taysha quickly like just changed the subject. (laughs) It's like, well, this is an awkward place that I don't necessarily (laughs) want to go to. So she sits down with Easy. Mm -hmm. I don't like his vibe. No, I... I think that she seems to like him, but I think it's a hard friend energy. Yeah, I definitely think that they, because he, he's talking about how like when she walked into the room, he felt like he might just might meet his wife. And I he, was like, well, okay. And he was like coming in and and he was not saying that shit about Claire. No. And Taysha right away said, she's like, I, like, easy. I feel like I really need you here. And they're laughing, but there's no kiss. And she did give him the first impression rose later. But the way that she right away said, I need you here. You have such a great energy. It makes me feel like... You can be my support system. Well, that's what we talked about before. I'm like, oh my God, if I was the bachelorette, I would 100% take someone who gives me friend energy almost the whole way. Because I'm like, I need someone that I can laugh with, that can keep the energy in the group, that I feel comfortable with, who I can gossip about with about the other guys. <laughs> I need that. And I feel yes. like Easy's that going to be that for her. Now, he did say this pandemic was all meant to be for their love story, perhaps. Which I did not notice was that. was hilarious to me. I'm like, well... It seems... That mm, feels like as much as, you know, I I really hope that Tasha does good find love. Story. We love a romance story. Happy for Dale and Claire, of course. Hoping Millions Tasha, of people dying in a pandemic was probably all not for her love story. That might be a little bit of an oversight. A little bit of a stretch. A little bit of a stretch. <laughs> well, Just a thought. Back to your fave creepy dad. My fave creepy dad. Oh, my God. Well, I also think, I mean, well, she likes my fave creepy dad. Yes, she does. She likes my fave creepy dad. You guys can connect on that. She says that, and this is, she throws some shade at Orange County, baby. And you know I live for some shade Mm. from my hometown. Mm. Um, She says that there aren't really men around where she lives, just boys chasing things. So that then makes me wonder if she won't, that adds to my theory about how she might be turned off by Spencer. Yes, yes. Eventually might be like, yes, he's a hottie, but like he's that typical, that typical vibe. Well, I was just thinking, I'm like, I hear like a roar of agreement from single women in mm. Orange County mm. being like, yes, mm. send us a man. <laughs> um, so she she leans into the kiss and she's feeling comfortable with him. She feels like he's a man. Also, I think that 
um, I was reading and he's like an addiction and recovery specialist. That's cool. So I feel like that's some like I, I like his very like calm energy. He feels like he's a really good listener and conversationalist. Oh, yeah. I mean, later. Doesn't he give a little speech somewhere later? I don't know. He like hypes her up. Oh, he has like a whole. He has a. <laughs> I know what it was when Jason leaves. He has like a whole yes, motivation for Jason. Where he's like, "You're a stronger man because yes. of this. You're a better man. Yes. And on top of that, you are a man after what you just went through with Claire." And I was just like, okay. "Yes." And it was so nice because Jason needs that. He needs it. Ugh. He needs it. You're being too skeptical. You no, gotta, he's, gotta he, he is a nice it. guy and I hate him. That's what I'm saying. But he but is a great guy. Jason it's needs disgusting. It. Jason needs it. Jason needs someone <sighs> to take his hand and walk him around a pool, a pace with him around a pool. Okay? Oh, I hate Jason too. Oh my God. I'm loving a lot of these people. <laughs> I have no patience for any of them. Okay. So oh, we um, find out by the way that she, Taisha wants five children. Yes. Which I'm like, oh, yes, let's get this. I high-fived her through the screen. Yeah. I was so here for it. Um, So then uh, that's when we have a moment with Spencer where Riley mentions how Spencer cracked some of his ribs. And Spencer said, if you want any more crack, let me know. Yeah. I'm like, wow, Aggressive. Spencer. Calm down, Spencer. Whatever tactic your friends told you to approach from home, they are dead wrong. Maybe you should have bought a book. Maybe you should have bought a book. Okay? It's too much. So now are we getting into the confrontation? Um. So... Is that the precursor to the confrontation? Well, the confrontation, I mean, really just looked like Kenny being... like and Them talking about lunch meat. Oh, yeah. Like, well, we can skip to that. There's like a few back and forth with Tasha and Spencer. Yeah. But like, well, but then there's also Jordan, which I just wanted to touch on briefly. There's a yes. brief conversation with Jordan. Now, Jordan is the husband material. And hear me out. Yes. Jordan. He has the 401k set yes. up. He yes, has you yes, do yes. ski trips to Aspen for Christmas. Hawaii yes. every July. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he is the one you have your girlfriend. He's like, no, have your girlfriends over. He comes out in a little apron with with, um, oh. you know, a little apron. And he has on a little place like, oh, guys, I just made some you're snacks. really starting to make me fall in love with Jordan. Yeah. He's like, just act like I'm not here. I got some martinis. <laughs> I got your favorite brand of wine. Here's some snacks. I thought Jordan, I, I asked I thought for I'd, a dirty martini. I thought I'd just try had some quiche bites baby yeah. i hope they're not too spicy for you i added just a tiny bit of jalapeno just as a warning for any of you ladies do any of you have any um dietary restrictions okay okay honey i'll go get you some grapes oh my god but yes he has the 401k he is like he is the husband when you go on the trip it might be a little annoying because he has like snorkeling itinerary from He's 11 to 2 p.m yes. with a break for sunscreen out. at noon mm-hmm. on tuesday you know he's he like, likes he likes the tour bus activities where like we're with a big yes. group of people and i'm like i just kind of want to be with our family and he's like no but i want the guy I want to, to teach us about if like, we're going to go to portugal local. i want to know about the local culture yes so. yes yes but that being said you know he is going to be have the baby strapped to the front of him while he's vacuuming yeah he does it all yeah. jordan does it all hmm and he just wants you to be a queen, you know, which can get annoying. Yeah, you really it's annoying you to be know someone's what? queen what all is, the time. I mean, I feel like I've. I'm sorry, Jordan. I feel like I've been sleeping on you, and Becca <laughs> just convinced me. I when they did do the roast that one time, he was coming and he had some real funny jokes. He was one of the ones with the best with the best uh, jokes. He's all about hosting at the house. Yeah, game nights. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> yeah. <I'm, laughs> 
<laughs> I'm telling you, I've got this guy pinned. So tonight, are we doing <laughs> strategy? What is that called? What's that game? Stratego? Are we doing Stratego or are we doing Pictionary? Are we feeling wordy or are we feeling dry? What are we going to do tonight? What are we I did do get tonight? a new pad with an easel for oh us. My you God, know, like, Jordan. You spoil us. He knows all the Jeopardy answers. R.I.P. Alex Trebek. Oh, but... Yeah. Anyway, so that's just my little pitch yes, for Jordan. I, I love I love Jordan. Uh, everyone in this confrontation is just not it not was my just deal. Stupid. It was just like why it, this it was, is it was too early. It was just like Spencer gives off the vibes that anger the people, and Kenny is just ready to lay someone out. By the way, um, did you did you get the tea? No, <laughs> that was talking about Kenny? you on me. What? Uh huh. What? What are you talking about? Oh no! So is this gonna upset me? I don't know. I hope not. Okay, tell. I don't think so. I feel like you would take it as a compliment, even though the comparison is not a compliment. And I feel like it's they're very comparing off. me to Kenny. Yeah, but I feel like it's very off. What? Okay, tell me about this. So Lauren and Ari have their YouTube series. It's like Bachelor brunching a Bachelor. <laughs> I'm going to slide into their DMs and I'm going to be so mad right now. No, I'm just kidding. So so they were talking. I just got this DM very frequently <laughs> that apparently on their recent episode and I watched it, they were talking about the episode and Lauren said, I feel like Kenny might kind of be like the, the drama starter on the season, <laughs> kind of like, you know, Becca M. I was the drama starter on the season. Apparently, maybe off the season. But then, but then she said right afterwards, she's like, you know, like Kenny always has something to say, but like, and they're always showing it, but probably because he's the only one that has anything interesting to say. So it was kind of like, okay, a, I love that. For yeah. Me. <laughs> I was like, at first, at first, when people were sending me DMs, I was like, shit, are they coming for Becca? But then it was like, oh no, but you think that Kenny's interesting and okay. fun. So the drama commentator person. We look at Kenny. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it that way. We look at Kenny, and I'm just like, it's not for me. But like, they're looking at Kenny in the way that like he's the one that has like the interesting commentary. I know. So all I'm looking him. at as is Kenny's horrible American flag tattoo. So yeah. immediately the comparison had me a little on edge. Of course, understandable. But I think the intention is more meant in a way of like you have like the but you, you got, got the, we got we both got some shit to say you have right? the, you have the drama commentary you have the I'm drama commentary <laughs> okay i do but like feel that free. i was that was a little i was a little flustered first i understand and i thought that maybe you would have known at this point so i apologize telling you on air no people that's... send you shit and don't send me it i guess i check my dms yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i get all the shit all right whatever i don't care okay so moving on moving on Kenny um, just needs to stop I know um, but I don't actually n- not just because I was just compared to him but I don't actually hate him that's the weird thing is like I feel like I should be super irked by him but now, I'm like really not well but I think that that is because there is validity to what they were saying is that he is interesting like as much as his aesthetic is not pleasing to me, <laughs> so I think that I am prejudgmental. And as much as he was very offended by everything Claire did in the last episode, <laughs> he does have interest. Like he brings, he brought interest when Claire was trying to leave, and he was like, "Hold on a second, I'm going to say what all the other guys are talking about that there, but that no one's willing to say." And I did enjoy that Kenny did break down. <laughs> For Spencer to saying, listen, um, don't get this wrong. And I hope this doesn't come off the wrong way. But you just kind of are a dick. You know what I love <laughs> about a little bit like, All right. you know what I love about him is that he's like a producer pawn. You know, he, like yeah. you can tell it's it, he's an unexpected one. But, you know, anything that they tell him to do, he's like, oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, 100 percent. 
no problem. Well, the thing is, he is in the. <laughs> listen, Kenny. Kenny's in the biz. Mm. Kenny's a boy band manager. He's yes, I know. You know that Kenny before his boy band meet and greets, he's like going like, "Hey, you guys should act like you're kind of in an argument. Like maybe like you should like you tussle your hair. You're the one with more sex appeal. You're the one who's a little more emo grittier than those." I love Kenny so, as this like Chris Jenner sort of. Yes, figure. for his boy band. So that's what he's oh doing God. in all of this. The producers are like, "Maybe you should go do that." And he's like, "Oh, I see through it. You want me to stir up some shit? All right, I'll go stir up some shit." Kenny knows. Spencer was also kind of hilarious to me because he's wearing this Hawaiian shirt. What and just was that about? Strong Southern California accent being like, yeah. it's chill. It's chill. Like, yeah, they were. They seem to have a, a, an issue with me. But you know what? Like, it's fine. I got the first impression, Rose. And Well, I thought when when Taisha all of a sudden was doing the first impression, Rose spiel, that she was going to give the second one to Spencer. And then I'm like, oh, God, oh, we a have a hard move. We, we love that. <laughs> we love that. But I'm like, oh, God, we have a clear 2.0 situation no, she, happening. She gave it to easy. Yeah, which she was did. Interesting. I was surprised. I thought she was going to give it to Zach. I was pretty confident. Yeah, me about too. That. Me too. Me too. Me too. But maybe Taisha, let us not forget that Taisha, like, I feel like in Bachelor in Paradise, Tasha was very like strategic. And I wonder if in this moment, Tasha's just like, I have a crush on numerous of, of these guys and I'm not going to let anybody, anybody think that they're going to, uh, that they're winning this. Yeah. So I'm going to give it to my guy, Easy, who's my friend. I can already feel friend vibes with him and we're keeping him around. We'll see what the other guys do. Okay. Okay. I have this like, yeah, we'll see if as the episode continues or this season continues. Well, we we must continue on because we, we must, must get to get to Brendan because you know we have a lot to say about we him. We have a lot to say. Okay, surprise, surprise. Yes. <laughs> Jason. Jason is in full meltdown mode. Jason is every crying meme we've ever seen. Although he has to like fake the tears because he's probably suppressed them for so yeah. many years that he doesn't he can't actually cry. I agree. And I think that probably what's gonna like the straw that's gonna break the camel's back is this. And I imagine him going back into quarantine before going home and that he can't stop crying for like mm. three weeks. <laughs> that's what I'm I picturing. hope so. Maybe he'll find some healing. Yeah, I think he probably has. <laughs> um I hope things go well with his relationship with his parents after they uh, he outed them on oh that God. episode. I will. Because <laughs> that was not great. I will, never, I will never forgive ABC, honestly, for doing that to poor Jason. Honestly, it was like my mom says I overshare, but she should be so glad I didn't say any shit about them on my on the season of The Bachelor that I was on. I feel like when I panic, I go into oversharing about my family. So it probably like this show wouldn't be good for us as a, you know, a family unit. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, well, when I was three, my mom did this. And then when I was 17, my dad was doing this. And then my family, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Did you see what my mom texted me the other day when we got into it in the group chat? I did see that. Yeah, in the family group chat, I was going off really unnecessarily and rudely, to be completely honest. Just literally trying to start shit in my family group text chat. Mm -hmm. And then my little brother. Yeah. I posted on my close friends. <laughs> and then my brother is like... Becca, why are you posting this on Instagram? And my family fucking, my dad was like, Rebecca, our conversations will be very limited if you're sharing them on social media. <laughs> you kept posting them on close friends. And I kept posting all of them on close friends after I removed my brother from close friends. And then my mom was like, well, maybe we wouldn't have an issue if someone didn't feel the need to share every detail of their life on social media. And I oh, was like, it was getting heated. But then you posted that on close friends and you took accountability publicly via close friends. <laughs> 
it was beautiful. The story arc was I was just I was locked in. I was reading everything. I was like, where? What is this roller coaster that Becca is taking us on? And then I apologized and then posted the apology. And she posted it on close friends. It's crazy there. You guys are missing out. Okay. So um, anyway, so he of course um, he shows up to Tasha's suite. Uh, tells her she's still in love with Claire. <laughs> He dumps the whole thing. She now, she's rubbing his shoulder and she's thanking him for communicating him. She's also reminding him. She is, she is like, Jason needed this moment with Claire because, or with Tasha, excuse me, because Tasha is reminding him, sweetheart, here's the thing. Appreciate that you're communicating, but like you could be passing up on something great. Like, let's not forget you that are you're missing been here. out on this, you are sweetie. missing out on this, but also I'm concerned for your future if you feel this way after a week. Like she was letting him know. She was letting him know. So savage. I didn't even like think about it from that angle. Yeah. She's just kind of like, I've done this before and I'm letting you know. (laughs) You gotta, you gotta kind of move on a little bit. You're gonna get like no followers from this, honey. This is, yeah, you you Um, really shouldn't. Another side note to the sound engineers they have the AC like blasting in the background. I mean, if like, well, but I guess it's 120 degrees. It's like mm, when sometimes Evan puts us through it here. That's true. We sweat to death in here for the for the true for production the the quality. But I will say too, typically halfway through those hot episodes, sometimes we'll turn the AC on because we just can't do it anymore. This is not a nationwide product. I mean, it is a nationwide. That's production. true. They should have cooling things in their clothing. <laughs> They should have little, they should like, just have their, both their feet in ice. Speaking of production, there is a fly that is all up in your business. I apologize this about that. like the fly from debates. <laughs> what is his name? Mike Pence set his fly over here to us. Um. Okay. So she then is saying that her fears are coming, though. Or they're coming in um, because she didn't know, which these are very justified fears. Hey, ABC calls me during the middle of someone's season, and I don't get all new men. I don't even get a mansion. I don't even get I, full limo exits. I get four or five new guys just and that's ushered it. in. So like I'm really hoping they're garbage. Not. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So she's nervous about it. But then Jason was like, can I stop you? Those 19 guys in there, they're here for you. And at this point, what I was hoping would happen is they'd start making out. And then Jason would be like, never mind, I'm staying. <laughs> I would have loved that. Really but he left. He, he left. He this ground and he left. He left. Okay. And she was like, now that's a man. And she was now into Jason. Hey, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. She was like, mm, I like you. I like to see you walk away. <laughs> Hate to see them leave, but I love to watch them go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so now, now, next group date. We have, no, we have Brennan's one-on-one. Yes, sorry. I read the intro of my notes here incorrectly. She came in on a horse and Bennett was drooling. Bennett was like, this is the woman I've been waiting for my entire life. So Brendan is... They're going on their horse. They're going on the horse. Again, she's bringing the horse and she's also has... She's like riding a horse and bringing the other horse in. Jessica, what happened next was like something that we wrote in one of our episodes. I swear to God. I... I felt so giddy watching this. Me too. I felt so seen. And I felt so seen. I I couldn't stop laughing. And I'm like, I don't know if anyone else is thinking this is hilarious because I am rolling on the floor. I felt like we wrote it. Yeah. It was so just like Chris Harrison now is taking 15 jobs In because they're under. In e-scooter. He's riding around. He's like, off I go. He goes, I scream. I scream. And when he would dodge, he first he gave the famous margarita and then he would just be like and he did this like quick run bolt thing 
And then he's like, dude, when he was on the side of the road going, coconuts, coconuts, I was just losing it. It was and pure ben, comedy ben gold. Brendan's just like, um, and Brendan is so low key that Brendan's just like, um, so love the guy. He's he's great. Love Chris Harrison, but I, he's, I at this point I'm I'm kind of confused. Like, I mean, it's like, so funny. They've got like a coconut tucked under their arm, an ice cream in one hand, a margarita, the rings. They're trying to juggle everything at once. It's not actually what I would what's like happening, to know. I loved it. Is how much they knew, like how much they knew it was a bit versus how much Chris Harrison <laughs> actually, actually ran there. Them. And it's like producers were just dying. They're like, this is hilarious. Like Tasha and Brendan don't know that we're trying to make this a bit. And we're just going to keep having Chris showing up. Chris is drenched in sweat in the La Quinta Ice cream, <laughs> coconuts. It was just. Harrison famous margaritas oh like, my oh god. god it, it was, was great it was so funny well they uh they submerge into the glorious private romantic pool that feels more like Tuscany finally there feels like there's a date that for some reason this pool doesn't feel like it is on La Quinta property I do we've, agree we've never seen it before I, I was like do what's agree. this west wing we've never seen yes um they are very cute in the pool together. It is romantic. Uh, you know, I love he's a, he has a little bit of an awkwardness to him in a sweet way. So when he's trying to get a kiss from her, oh, I hated that lead in like this was something I should have done. It's cute. <laughs> nope. Hate that. But love everything else. He she took the words out of our mouth. You know, I felt like she was in, she was one of our friends. I feel like we are distant friends with Tasha. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We have messaged with her a little bit. Yes, we like have. To feel, she's, one, she's one of those people where I've said for a while now, I didn't, like you were a much bigger fan of her on the various seasons. On Colton's. Yeah. But like show aside, I've always been like, oh my God, I really want to kick it with her. Yeah, Tasha's just seems like that person that you just want to have as a friend. Like and she's you met just her, cool. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, and I met her at one of those like one of my friends is like events or something. And Chris she, Harrison Chris, releasing his seltzer. It was when I say friend, I mean Chris Harrison. <laughs> um, we're just dear, dear friends now. No, uh, it was just like a like a fun daytime event, and she was just like you know what it was i also felt seen there because here we are at this daytime event it was with a bunch of like health influencers which i i the only reason i'm there is because one of my friends is into that otherwise i'd be like i'm like where's the m&ms and like i'm doing that thing everyone was drinking green juice and they were serving very nice champagne there and i was like i'm living for this open bar right now and yeah. then i bumped into Tasha. And Tasha and I was like, hey, we actually have a Bachelor podcast. And this was right after Colton season. And she's like, oh, yeah, oh, my God. And then she talked. We talked for like two hours. Oh, really? Yeah. And she was like, why is no one op drinking at this open bar? And her and I were drinking. We were dancing in front of like we were. She was so fun. Like she was the only hey, one that I was having a fun time actually with. friends. Well, I I'm mean, jealous. I don't know if she like, you know, recalls that moment, but it's burned into my brain for forever because I was like, take me as your best friend. I love please. That. Um, but she was just no it, it was that was the moment but that was before paradise so on colton season we didn't really see a lot of her we didn't see like the super bubbly side of Tasha. so i remember being really shocked i know because you told me and she's I like was she's like, really cool I'm like, dude she was so funny and so fun and then we saw her on paradise and her jpj and all their moments together i was like oh, ah this is Tasha. this is totally yeah oh but when she was saying brandon is 
everything. <laughs> I was like, yes, we know, girl. We've been saying it since he She's showed like, up. Well, she goes, round him up. I am ready to go home. We're I am like, ready to go yes, home with him. Same. All of us are. All of us we are see here. you, girl. And I feel like a lot of people maybe aren't going to get it as much. Maybe they are. Maybe actually everyone would be obsessed with him. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like he he is everything. That's and all. like I was saying, he's normal, which just means <laughs> nothing except that we live in that, L.A. That and we would he fits him. our L.A. standards. Where's he from? Uh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so what a roofer. Anyway, um, yes, roofer, come roof my house, please. <laughs> and this is where I really just got stuck on a tangent thinking about how I can imagine seeing him at Home Depot all dirty from his roofing, and that is just the sexiest <sighs> thing ever. It's just like a very typical thing, but like I love a roofer, a flooring person, a painter, it's a, a construction novel. guy. Mm-hmm. It is just... It's that romance. Mm, it's that romance. So sexy. Novel. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love seeing mm-hmm. them all dirty at Home Depot. <laughs> um, um, so anyway. just just bef- when you get home later, just be like, here, Grayson, see this like just puddle of mud over in our backyard. Just really dig your hands in there and let's go into the bedroom. You might get a raging UTI, but we're going to try. <laughs> Ew, no, I'd be like, Grayson, you don't know how to do shit. How about you actually fix our f- how about you just change a goddamn light bulb? Then maybe we'll talk. I mean, can you talk about the um, the lamp that's been on the counter in my home for about a year and a half now? It's because <laughs> Evan can't hang it up. The pendant light and thing. I keep asking him. I'm just like Evan. Can we just call someone to try to see if they can do He's it? Like, and every week it. he goes, No, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. And every week the lamp sits for years. <laughs> I'm gonna have to call Brendan. You're gonna have to call Brendan Anyways. and your a roofer. But but like I this feel is feeling like related. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So anyway, let's just talk about their conversation, like in general terms, right? Well, with general terms also, can we note that not only do they finally get this kind of like Tuscany pool, this new area, we have a room that is decorated and finely dimly lit. It is romantic. This room feels quiet and romantic and it felt different. Yes. It wasn't overly decorated where you were like, wow, I'm in a palace. Throne room. But like it's all made of plastic. It's <laughs> It felt it tasteful. Just, everything about this date just felt more like your normal bachelor date. I will agree with that. Um, but we find out that he's he's nervous to talk to her because he has himself been married and then been divorced. Yes. So he ends up revealing that. And, you know, the whole thing I have to say, though, is that I would just love to hear his ex's side of the story. No shame to him. But mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, it basically what I got from it was basically like, yeah, I wanted to be a dad and she didn't want to have kids. OK, so. The way that I heard this story. Okay. And I could be really putting my own narrative to Brendan's All right. story. Um, is so you know, obviously, um, oh great, my eyelash is falling off. Um, you know that Evan and I um were married very young. We were high yes. school sweethearts. We did take a little break, but we were married very young. And when he when he talked about the fact that he um was high school sweethearts, uh, with this person, they got married in their early twenties, and their families had been close for forever. I was thinking about me and Evan. And I was also thinking about there was a whole group of our friends that had the same story, right? Everyone dated all through high school, got married in their twenties. All the families have been close for forever. In the past ten years, 
I have seen numerous of those people get divorced Mm. and there's no animosity. Mm. There was no cheating, Mm. but it's when I think it's like you either grow in the same direction because we're all growing up when you get married so young, you're all growing up and either you grow in the same direction or you don't. And I think that's, that that's happened with so many of my young friends uh, who got married at the same age that I did, where there's no animosity, but they just grew, they grew up and they grew differently. I mean, it happens with your friends, right? Like, I feel like 20 to 30 is a really big shift in friends Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. people start getting more solidified in like who they are in their adult identity. And sometimes it meshes with you and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. And so it's like, uh, that's when he was saying that I was, when I was listening to this, I was like, oh my God, I hear your story, Brendan, because, you know, for, for myself with Evan, we, Evan and I always talk about on a regular basis, we feel really lucky that we happen to grow in the same direction together because Evan and I have both vastly changed 10 times in the past 10 years. And um, some of our friends like that didn't happen with them, but you know, but I'm also happy for them because they ended up, they have now like moved on and like they're, it's all amicable because again, there wasn't like infidelity. There wasn't anything and it wasn't personal. It was just like, we're just different now. Yeah. And so when he was saying that, I was like feeling that really hard. Um, because what he said and what, what I kept holding on to is that he said, I didn't really know who I was without her and she didn't know who she was without me. Mm-hmm. And that hit home so hard. And again, that was what happened like with Evan and myself. We both felt that way. We happened to both be in a similar place where we were wanting to become independent but still remain in our marriage and we grew in a similar direction, more but also independently. Yeah. But sometimes somebody doesn't want that. And then all of a sudden his his uh his um wife at the time finding out that she doesn't want kids and that's what he's always wanted to be as a dad. It it felt like this was one of those stories, quote unquote, that I was like, this is very, very real. But mm-hmm. again, maybe because it just hit home for me personally. Um, I think it hit home for her, too, obviously. Yeah. And I think they'll just be even stronger than ever because of that. So I could see it because they're going to be they're going to have that thing where they're like, you know, they, you get it. And the other person's going to be like, you know, because don't forget, she's going to have to reveal this to a lot of the other guys since a lot of these people don't actually know who she is. It's true. So you have to remember that. So I'm sure it's there very will be true. <gasps> it's very true. Drama with her and Noah. Because she got divorced previously. Yes. This is a very good thing to put out there because that's might you might be nailing this right now. Like is this or is it just going to be a big build up that she has to reveal to Noah that she's been divorced? But I'm calling it right now. There's gonna be something with Noah in the divorce. Oh my god. Mark my words. I like Mark I like this 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 words. guess because I feel like I could definitely see that being a thing. But so yeah, that obvious I think that's going to bond them a lot. It, they're gonna be like, you get it. I mean we and, get each other. And we don't we look we don't know anything about the other guys. So as far as we know, legit half of the guys could be divorced. <laughs> this could be, everyone could be uh, have been divorced and married young or whatever. But this definitely you know, they especially she I think probably moving forward will appreciate how honest he was from the get with yeah. her and it not being because again her her divorce was like he was unfaithful and da 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 Brendan was just like we went went our different ways and yeah. that could have not gone well with sure. some people that's true um also she now knows that like it's she already told him she wanted the five kids and everything and things seem they mm-hmm. they seem bada bing bada boom well on their way i think she could end up with him i mean 
Wish Cross thinking, my fingers. Maybe. Again, don't know much about all the other guys yet, but so far, Brendan's my favorite. So, with the Bachelorette leads, oftentimes it is like one of the first people that they really notice. Yes, that, historically, that historically ends up going taking it all the way. Yeah. Um, also, okay, so he she gets the rose. She's very into him. She's very into him, especially when like she t- when when he was like asked her if she wanted kids, and she's like. I mean, my answer may scare you. And then she tells him five kids and he was just like, no, it doesn't scare me. Like whatever. And they had kind of this moment that was like very magical together. And I was like, are we watching her fall in love? Are we watching her fall in love? We are. We are. That's the answer. Um, Now he said. Yes. He said that this was the best day of his life. And so back to his ex, she is like noted word. Oh Got it, bud. That Best would, day of your life. That would be really, that would be very difficult to hear. Even if you were fully over the person, you'd just oh, be like. Oh, I'd be pissed as fuck. If I <laughs> was like. I'm, I'm picturing one of, of my your ex. Life. I'm picturing one of my exes right now. And like, if we had got married and got divorced. And like, I don't care who who it is. If they said best day of their life, I'd be like, oh, my God. oh this fucking shitty ass oh. hotel date. Oh, oh, if 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 tomorrow I was like, Evan, I've decided I hate you and I'm marrying that guy. Peace out. And I left him in a blissful state. And he then did this. I would be <laughs> fuming. Oh, I would 100 percent send a text fuming. and be like, ha, <laughs> period. Interesting. Interesting choice interesting. of words. Very interesting. Best. Hmm. Great. But no, this is what I would send. Literally. I'd go best day of your life, question mark, LOL, period. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I didn't even think about that. Well, <laughs> these two, you know, they end up now and then they get fireworks. Mm-hmm. This is the best date that they've had. Oh, my God. I'm my sorry, pence this, is fly. It's just all off. up in my face. Now it's over, over you. Oh, great. Okay, anyway. Um, no, they, they finally get a date. They finally, this is the real date. They are getting fireworks. ABC is really like, they're putting it all out there for Tasha and Brendan. Um, and then they're kissing each them. other. And uh, she says she feels like she's kissing her person and that <gasps> she feels like she could marry him. Okay, I didn't catch that. Probably because yes. I was zoning out just yes. watching the minutes, you know, diminish on the, the yes. amount of time left. She says it feels like her person. She could see herself marrying him. So I know. So sign sealed delivered. I'm a little him. bit like, what if I'm like, what if she pulls a Claire they get married in two episodes and they have to bring in a third bachelorette. And they're like, you Hannah think... Hannah Ann. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny because they saw Hannah Ann. <gasps> I know. Oh my God. Can you imagine? What if that fucking would happen? I mean, I know there's no way it's going no. to, but can you imagine? It's like, well, we're on our third. Apparently quarantine does a number on everybody and everybody's finding their person I in two I just can't dates. wait to see her dad on these episodes. I, I can't wait to see, see what he has to say about I these know. men. I know. I'm counting it down. I'm counting down because he is not happy with one of them. He is not pleased with one of the guys. I think that may be added. Really, you think? I don't think so. I think he really doesn't like somebody. No, but get hear me out. <laughs> What if he's talking like the clips that they've been showing in past tense? Like, what if he's talking about like her ex-husband talking about when he met him? Oh, a genius. I know, right? <laughs> so what if they're editing genius. it and he's like, when you introduced me to Mark, I was like, genius. this guy, this is the guy. And then what if he's about to say something where he was like, 
where he's like, but Brendan, this is a real man, you know? Wow, wow, wow. Interesting. Wow, genius. Art. So you got to pick this. This editing can easily be misconstrued. Yes, very true. You know what? I I think you may be right. What I'm really hoping for and I'm really banking on ABC to do is that they bring him in starting next week and he's watching <laughs> behind the camera and he's commentating on all the whoa, guys. Whoa, 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 whoa. I saw where he placed it. No, 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 no. This guy is legit. I mean, can you imagine? I, like, like, get him, his dad get him on. Um, um, we need get him on clickbait. We, <laughs> we need the fourth host. We need Mr. Adams and we, you know what we need? We need Mr. Adams and we need Mr. Randolph, Mm. Cassie's dad, because he Mm. really had some things to say about Colton. We need both of those men. We need them. They they, they need a podcast together. Well, this is what I need to know. Like, are they going to, are they going to cover, are they going to do weekly recaps on clickbait? Interesting. God, they have terrible reviews. Oh, sad. I haven't listened to it yet. Um, side note, if you love our podcast, please hit the five stars. Smash five stars if you think Brendan's sexy. (laughs) Hit that five stars if you think that Brendan is sexy, sexy, and that you would love if he would come fix your light fixture. Write a review if you think Zach is hot and you think I'm wrong. But give us five stars. But five stars, please no one star because, you know, that would be true. Yeah, don't say one star and say that you actually think Zach is hot. Give us five stars for Jess. (laughs) <laughs> I think Zach is yeah is is uh, uh, definitely a contender in this situation. Also, if you watch the YouTube, subscribe on YouTube, please. It helps us. Currently, we get more views than subscribers. Yes, we do get quite a few more views. <laughs> so if you than we do have watch regularly. Subscribe. Also, um, if you do subscribe to the YouTube, and also if you subscribe to the um, the podcast, you will then be notified when our next episode is out. Because I know a lot of you broads will ask what where the YouTube is or oh, what's yeah. coming out. And oh, if yeah, you subscribe, yeah, it'll pop up right away, and you don't have to you don't have to yeah. wonder. Um, but yes, so I can't wait for next week. I can't wait. Give us Noah. Answer our Noah questions. We have many of them. Please and thank you. Uh, but yeah, chat soon, Brats. I guess. I chat guess. Soon. I mean, I mean, here we are. I gave you the tea about Ari and Lauren, and that was the one note that I had at the end that I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> I'm Kenny. Oh, man, love that. All right. All right, chat soon, Brats. Chat Maybe soon. we'll get Kenny on the podcast. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>